0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zone Defense. We talk all things NBA and NFL. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and hit that subscribe button down below because it really helps out our channel a lot. Also, drop a comment and let us know who you think is the best wide receiver in the league. Today we'll be doing a tier list of the 2021 NFL wide receivers. How's it going, guys?
1: I'm good, Drew. I'm really excited to get into this. The quarterback tier list was fun to do. We have Chris back for this one. Welcome back, Chris. What's um, going on, guys? Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm very excited to do this one. I'm glad you guys saved this one for my episode. I'm very sad I missed the quarterback one, but as long as you guys rank Jared Goff pretty low, I'm, I'm, an, I'm all right with that. But, you know, let's jump right into it, man. I'll start us off with the uh, John Brown is our first name on here on the tier list. You know, John Brown is a veteran receiver. He's, he's a decent player for sure. He's got some speed. I'll put him in the average tier here. I think he's a decent receiver in this league, but nothing special. You know, he's, he's definitely past his prime.
0: Yeah, I don't have too much to add there. Um, He's injured a lot, too, which uh, you could make an argument that maybe he's in the below average. But when he's on the field, I would say he's good. So I guess you can kind of just even it out and make him average. But, yeah, Yeah. he's got some speed, really good there in Buffalo. Um, I think that's a solid spot to put him there, Chris.
1: Yeah, nothing much much to add there. Um, Good pick.
0: All right, so I'll jump jump into uh, Jacoby Myers. Um, I mean, he's young, so I think he could, has the potential to get better. Um, but I think we're going to start this episode off with a bang and we're going to have (laughs) back-to-back average receivers. Um, I I don't want to think he's below average. He had a solid year last year. Um, and I think, like I said, there's still room for growth. Um, he's on the opposite end of the spectrum with John Brown. He could be good. He could be great, especially if cams better. If Mac Jones is good, um, there's a lot of potential to grow there for Jacoby. But right now I think he's just average. Yeah, for Myers,
2: uh, I would probably have him below average years. I think John Brown's a step above him. I think Myers had some relevant, you know, weeks last year because of the necessity to have someone catch the football. And this year they brought in some extra targets like Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, uh, who by themselves aren't great receivers either, but maybe a little bit better than uh, Jacoby Myers. So I think he's gonna he's gonna not see as much volume this year. Probably not be that relevant.
1: I think when it's when the whole list is said and done, I think he would end up being at the end of average or top of below average, So, uh, with with obviously the potential to grow even further, like you said, Drew. So we can move him to below average, but we'll kind of see how the list shakes out. And he's definitely not a scrub, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, Chris um, had a good argument there, so I moved him mm-hmm. down to below average. Um, but yeah, I still think he has the potential to grow, even if right. it's not New England, um, or if one of those guys gets hurt, um, I think. He can, uh, he can have a solid year. But uh, now we got our first superstar receiver uh, for you there, Roman.
1: Yeah, Stefan Diggs. Uh, year one in Buffalo, he went off. Um, I'd like to think he was always good before then, even though he had that little bit of drama in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins and company. Uh, I'm, I'm perfectly okay putting him in the elite tier, if that's good with you two. Um, I think he's elevated his game further with Josh Allen. Uh, he might not, he might not be at the top of elite by the time we're done with this, but I think he deserves to be in the elite tier for sure.
2: Yeah, uh I absolutely think he belongs in the elite tier for sure. I think he's a top five receiver in the NFL and there's there's a name we might we're going to get to him eventually. I think I would have him over this certain player and I'm excited to see if you guys agree with me on that. But I, I really think Diggs is he defines the elite tier for sure in my opinion.
0: Yeah, he led, I think he led the league last year in yards and possibly receiving touchdowns. I don't remember the touchdowns part. I don't think it was or,
2: touchdowns, just just yards, I believe. Yards, and maybe so, receptions. Yeah. I think maybe, yeah. in Receptions and yards, but I think so was, he, he only had maybe 7 or seven to 10 touchdowns, something like that, but he was still unbelievable yeah. last year. Obviously. he had a really
0: good year last year. Um, he's probably a guy, if we did this list a year ago, we'd probably put him in the great or almost elite tier, but um, going off of last season, and it's Josh Allen is still young. He still has – Potentially have a really good season, so he's definitely an elite uh, for right now. But yeah, I uh, Chris, yeah, another Buffalo receiver here that you're going to rank. Yeah, I have
2: Cole Beasley here, and Beasley, you know, he's been a productive receiver throughout his career. Uh, had some moments in the slot; he's a very solid slot receiver. But still, in my opinion, belongs in the average tier ahead of John Brown. I believe I think he's a little bit better than John Brown, but I wouldn't put him in the good tier. I think maybe he'll he'll be in the dec- he'll be decently high up in our average tier, but really doesn't belong in the good tier in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that pick at all. When you have Diggs, it doesn't, really ma- or it doesn't really matter who's after him. I think just having some good average wide receivers on the field, proven, even and veteran as well. I think that's good key traits that Buffalo needs to have in their wide receiver group. Um, so I don't mind that ranking at all.
0: You see, I would probably put him in the good tier. Um, as long as he's on the top end of the average tier, I'm fine. But I thought he was really good last year. He's been really good the last couple seasons there in Buffalo. Like you said, Chris, he's in the slot. Um, he is older, so um, similar to John Brown, he's definitely on like the back half of his career. So he could, um, have he could get injured again. I know he was dealing with what he, he play with, basically like one knee last year or something. There's something crazy mm-hmm. there. Um, so I think he's a good receiver at least right now. But since you guys both agree with him being an average, we'll just leave him there for the time being. Um, all right, so we got Devonte Parker now. Um, this was a guy that I advocated for drafting in fantasy leagues like all of last summer. <laughs> Um, he wasn't that great. I mean, he was, he wasn't bad, but he was, he was injured. The injuries have always been something that's plagued him, um, for a while, but when he's on the field, um, I think he's a good receiver. So I'm going to put him in the good tier. I look at Beasley and Brown. I think he's talent wise, at least better than both those guys. Um, hopefully he can maybe find some more chemistry with Tua this season. Um, but I don't think, I mean, talent wise and he could be great. Um, but just with the injuries mixed in, I think he's a good receiver, um, right now. Yeah, I have absolutely
2: no disagreements with this. I think he's he's a step above both Beasley and Brown, but also not anywhere near an elite, you know, great, really receiver. I think he'll he'll end up being pretty low on the good tier, but he's still a solid receiver in my opinion.
1: Yeah, people are hyping up hyping him up in 2020 and failed to deliver. But hopefully with with Tua, I think he'll be able to get some more uh, oomph in that offense with with Waddle as well. So not bad.
0: When he was um, on the field, he wasn't bad. I will say that. It's just the injury sure. bug always yeah. bites him in the butt. So, but I'll let you Roman, get into Preston yeah. Williams.
1: Yeah, I think he's certainly underrated for sure, but hasn't really gotten an opportunity to shine um, in that offense. I'd put him in average at the but b- behind um, John Brown. That's
2: where I think you go. Uh, so see, we have a massive disagreement here because I think Preston Williams belongs in the bad tier. He is, I don't think he's a very good receiver. I think he's been totally replaced this season by, I, I mean, there's a reason that they decided to get Waddle and Fuller in the off season. And That's it's fair, definitely yeah. not because he's demanding a ton of targets this year. He's been often injured, really hasn't been, he's had a couple okay games, but like, I mean, every rec- like Jacoby Myers did it last year as well. I don't think he's, I definitely don't think he's better than Jacoby Myers. So uh, in my opinion would would absolutely be in my bad tier because, you know, we got to put some guys in there as well. And I think he definitely defines that on this list.
0: See, I would say he's below average. And since Roman thinks he's average, He'll you think the he's bad, Chris, we'll even out, we'll put him in below average. We'll put him behind Jacoby Myers though. That's fair. Um, we can see how this list shakes out though. And maybe we'll move him down to, to bad eventually. Cause I do think he's probably one of the worst receivers on this list. Um, but I do know there's a couple of guys wearing Jets uniforms here that we'll get to later <laughs> on that maybe will give him a run for his money. But um, Chase Claypool. Big Maple, uh, Chris. That's me, baby. Uh, yeah,
2: I think uh, Claypool uh, had a. He had. A, I actually think he had an overrated rookie season. He had a couple of really nice games. I think he's a super talented player. I would put him ahead of Devontae Parker in the good tier. I think he, that's where he belongs. He's definitely not average, but he also, I'm not going to give him that, you know, great, almost elite for uh, what was, I think, a pretty average rookie season. He definitely had his moments, had some huge games, but he really struggled down the stretch with that offense. So I. I like him in the good tier for now, Well, with definitely room to grow, though. I think he's got some talent.
1: And considering that Pittsburgh didn't bring any other wide receivers in um, in the draft, I mean, they did get Pat Frymer, who will probably get some targets for sure. But I think Claypool is going to be in the same situation as he did last year. Uh, but Juju did not leave. He was, he's returning. Uh, I think good is probably his ceiling at this point or in terms of this tier list, but I definitely think he can become much better than that.
0: Yeah, he has the potential to grow for sure. Um, He could be great, almost delete, in my opinion. Um, However, I still don't like his crap that he did, his off-the-field antics. It's like, dude, you lost. Why are you going on streaming or whatever and talking crap about whatever? That's beside the point. Um, I think he's a clown um, off the field, but on the field, he's very talented. Um, And yeah, he definitely has the potential to grow, but right now, uh, right there with you, I think he's in the good tier. Um, I have Brandon Cooks now um, of the Houston Texans. Um, He had a really underrated season. Um, Like you said, Chris, Claypool had an overrated season, I think, to an extent. I think Cooks was very underrated. Uh, The Texans were not good, but Cooks was actually really good. He had a really nice catch in there with Watson. Um, There is some concern there, obviously, with Deshaun, whether or not he's going to be able to play football this season or not. And if he doesn't, I mean, you're looking at Tyrod Taylor, who we know can't throw. Uh, You're looking at uh, maybe Davis Mills, who's a very much unknown, unproven rookie. Um, however, um, and you guys might disagree with this. You might want to move him down, but I think right now I look at Claypool, I look at Devonte Parker. I think cooks is better than both those guys. I'm going to put him in the back half of the great tier. Um, if you want to move him down, I'm comfortable with that, but I think cooks is very underrated. Yes. He's had some injuries histories in the past, but when he's healthy, like he showed last season, he was really, really good.
2: See, for me, I think he really defines a high end good receiver. So we don't really disagree, but I think he I I don't think he belongs in the great tier personally. I think he's had a lot of good quarterbacks he's played with, and he's he's been solid all the time for sure. But I don't think he's that big of a step up from a guy like Claypool with the more potential. He's got you know, he's a veteran. He's never had like a insane season. He's more been that solid, you know, right around the a thousand yard mark. But I wouldn't have him in the great tier, but I'm all right if he ends up at the very last part of it. I would rather have him at the front end of the good tier, personally, though.
1: I I agree with that, Chris. Um, He's definitely been good everywhere he's been. He's never really been bad. Uh, Definitely consistent throughout his career. Definitely underrated last year. But like you said, Chris, I'd put him at the top of good at the moment.
0: All right, you guys outvoted me like I expected, Um, so I moved him down. Is it we're good with in front of Claypool? Yes. All right, so there he is. So, Chris, or Roman, you got now a former Houston Texans uh, receiver in Will Fuller.
1: Yeah, if we were ranking his hamstrings, they'd be in the bad tier for sure. But uh, I think he's actually really good when he's healthy and on the field. I actually put him in front doing, of Cooks. And doing
0: steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Good whatever.
1: He... <laughs> uh, I, I put him in front of Cooks in the good tier. I don't think he's great just yet, but uh, he's actually been really good. And when he didn't have Hopkins on the field, he actually did very well, I'd say.
2: See, maybe me and Drew can both outvote you on this one because I think Cooks, with his consistency, belongs ahead of Will Fuller, but I think Fuller should be right behind him. So, if Drew, if you agree with that, we can switch that around and you can you know, get, get a little revenge for us taking Cooks down.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think I said injuries were concerned with Cooks. Injuries are a bigger concern yes, with Fuller. Yes, I agree. Um, and now I know he was healthy last year, but – how much of that was due to the peds that he got busted for i mean we don't really know so he um yeah there's, yeah there's a lot of uncertainty there but we'll hop in now to one of your favorite receivers in the league i believe chris and t y hilton what uh yeah
2: <laughs> I, I guess i think i picked him a couple times in fantasy things last year but uh for me I was T.Y. Hilton,
0: sarcastic no. he used the crap all over him uh, yeah. we did our fantasy races. oh yeah
2: he wasn't he definitely <laughs> wasn't great last year and and my ranking will show that as well i think he belongs in the bottom of the average tier, personally, right after John Brown. I think him and Brown are pretty similar receivers, but Hilton, I mean, if John Brown's injury prone, then T.Y. Hilton is is just a walking injury because he, I feel like he's never healthy. He had a couple nice games last year and I'm excited to see how him and Wentz work because Wentz does, I believe, have a better arm than Phillip Rivers does at this point in his career. So we'll see how that works, but I'll think Hilton is well over his prime. Well, he's lost a step for sure. He's not the same player, but you know, it still can be a productive veteran, so it belongs in the average tier, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, Wentz could do some wonders to, for him, but I wish he kind of retired, so uh, Pittman could have the full load as the wide receiver one. That might still happen, but they also have Paris Campbell coming back. Um, I'm I'm perfectly okay with where you put him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would probably put him above John Brown, but I'm not gonna like fight you over putting him behind John Brown. It's not that big a deal. Um, I still think he's got maybe a little more lit left in the tank, but he's not the good to great uh receiver that he was back when he still had andrew luck and he still had his his speed and everything um i am kind of a believer that he could be a little bit better with wentz but even then he's his upside is like good right now so yeah i I like that average spot for sure um i'll hop in now to uh, michael Pittman. um this might be slightly controversial a little bit but i think he's average at least right now I think I'm going to put him behind Cole Beasley. Um, He definitely has the potential to grow. He can be a great receiver, but just going off of last season, there was a lot of hype around him, and he never really delivered. Um, Some of that was due to that he had to share targets with guys like T.Y. Hilton. But um, I think as we're looking at it right now, I think he's average behind Cole Beasley, but he could be great, uh, especially if T.Y. goes down with an injury or Pittman really emerges as the true number one there. But for right now, I think he's an average receiver.
2: Yeah, uh, huge congratulations to Michael Pittman Jr. Actually, just had a kid. So uh, mm. good for him, man. But, uh, you know, Pittman, I 100% agree with you. I think some people do overrate his rookie season based on the hype he was getting, you know, going in. He also dealt with that. At, he had a really weird, I think it's what it's called, compartment syndrome or something like that, where his, like, he had, like, something happened with his calf, or, like, if they didn't treat it, he would have had to get, like, amputated almost Jeez. or something like Jeez. that. Or it was, it ended up not being that big of a deal with the surgery, but, like, it was just, like, a really scary injury right after, like, their first or second game of the season. So that definitely set him back. But in his rookie season, I don't think he was anything crazy, but I do agree that he has a lot of potential. And maybe next year he'll end up being in that good to great tier of him and Wentz really mesh. But I, I definitely think he is a, a, he has a higher ceiling than the other guys in the average tier, but also wasn't as productive as some of these guys in the average tier. So a good spot for him right there.
1: Yeah, nothing much to add. I'd definitely take him over Brown and T.Y. for sure. Um, but, yeah. He has a lot more to prove, and I think his ceiling is tremendous right now.
0: All right, we'll leave him there. Uh, we another guy who I think we all are kind of fans of, at least based on fantasy last year, Um, and DJ Chark and Roman, where do you want to put him in?
1: Yeah, this might be an overreaction. I think I'm going to put him in great and just say that to be determined. I think because I think Lawrence could definitely elevate him, uh, his game. I think I'd take him over anyone in the good tier. By the end of the tier list, I think he might be towards the back half of great, but I think he's going to be a, a wide receiver that could be very relevant in fantasy um, and just overall in in real life too. I mean, they obviously took um, LaVisca Chanel in the draft last year. They signed Marvin Jones, so maybe he won't be uh, the wide receiver one, um, obviously, or like uh, through stats or whatever, but I think he's a great wide receiver, um, and I think I'll prove that with Lawrence.
2: And I have a little bit of a different opinion on this one as well. I think Chark – I actually feel a little bit uh, – I feel a little bit betrayed by Chark last year. I think he under – I think he really underwhelmed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I they didn't that have too. a ton of great yeah. quarterbacks. He was really the only show in town, and I thought he really underwhelmed last year. I would put him behind Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller and maybe ah, – no, I think I'll put him ahead of Claypool. But – I personally would have him in the good tier. I think great is going to be reserved for some, some better names, and there's a couple of guys I see in the immediate future that we can definitely make the argument for great. I just don't think he belongs over a guy like Brandon Cooks, who's had some very productive seasons. Chark, I agree has more upside, but he hasn't really shown it yet. I mean, he had that nice stretch a couple years ago, but since then, I mean, it's been a lot of hype, and it really hasn't been great over the back half of his second year, and then last year really hasn't been that great. So I would have him behind both Fuller and Cooks, but I'll let Drew make the decision for us. Yeah,
0: so I... I mean, I'm kind of in the middle there. I would say I would probably take him above Cooks. I'd be a little more on the side of Roman, but since Chris, you're on the more the side of maybe even behind Claypool. Um, I'm gonna put him right in between Cooks and Fuller, break up that Texans connection a little bit. Um, I think I definitely think of even over Claypool. I think Chark has the biggest potential um, yeah. in that good tier for sure, especially with like you said, Roman with Trevor Lawrence. Um, however at this time um i think he's just a good receiver because as you said chris too he uh he, he hasn't been good and he he definitely could have been really good last year and just yeah. wasn't so um yeah so i i i'm, I'm right there um now so- we got LaVista chenault Yep. who I know where I would put him, but I don't know where you would put him, Chris.
2: Where do you want to yeah, put him? I think uh, I have a good spot for him personally. I think Visca is a good player. I think he had a pretty productive rookie season, so he belongs over Michael Pittman Jr. I'm actually going to put him right ahead of Cole Beasley in the average tier. I think he's, I think Beasley may be a little bit more productive, but with Chenault being solid in his rookie season, I believe he had like 800 total yards, which is not too bad for a rookie receiver. I think he belongs in the the high-end average tier, personally, in my opinion. And I think he's got a lot of upside as well. Wasn't as good as a guy like Claypool last year. Definitely didn't have those huge games, but was pretty consistently getting you know 60-ish total yards, throwing a couple touchdowns here and there. So I think Chanel, uh, especially with the Trevor Lawrence upgrade, could, could end up being in that good or great tier next year, such as kind of like Roman said for Chark, kind of projecting that he could end up being better. But I'm leaving him in the average tier until he really breaks out.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think I think in terms of career, I think Michael Pittman would have the better career than LaVisca Chanel. But if you're kind of basing it off of the two rookie seasons, I can see your point. Um, he did have some good games last year, some very fantasy viable games even um, over Pittman. So I definitely see your point there, and I can understand it.
0: Yeah, and that's actually – I was going to put him behind Beasley, but we were kind of on the same wavelength there, Chris. That's where I thought uh, LaVisca uh, right. felt. because I feel like him and Pittman are kind of – very similar spots in their careers as of right now. So, um, but if we do this again next year, Chanel, especially similar to shark with Trevor Lawrence, that he could be a, a good to great receiver for sure. Um, I'll do Adam Thielen now. And I don't think I need to add too much to this, but I think he's great. And yep, I um, agree. Even though he's older now. Um, he's got a nice connection with Kirk cousins. He showed last year that he didn't always need um, Stefan Diggs there with him. Um, that he can still be a good receiver even without him. I don't think he's almost elite. I think um, there's other guys that are, are above him for sure, but I think he is, in my opinion, like the definition of a great receiver, even in this yeah. time in his career.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Drew. That's exactly where I was going to put him as well in the great tier. Maybe he ends up, you know, I'm, not, I'm curious to see where he ends up in that tier, but I think he's a, a underrated constantly, a, a guy that, you know, no one has in the top of their list, but belongs, you know, as a top 20 top 25 ish receiver and has, has been very solid for a while and ha- probably has a couple more good years left. So I'm excited to see where his career takes him.
1: Yeah. He's been pretty much consistent throughout his entire career. I mean, I think he's been overshadowed by digs when he was in Minnesota and I think he'll be overshadowed by Justin Jefferson, not too long um, from now. I think he's closer to the, the great good tier than he is to great, almost elite. So I think he might be towards the back half of great once it's over, but um, I don't think there's any question that he's either great or, or above.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I think we've kind of went through a little bit of a stretch there with some crap. No, I mean, not some crap, but some average receivers. Now we've got a, another bona fide star here in AJ Brown, Chris. Um, where are you? No, That's his Roman. This oh, it's is Roman. Roman. Where are you going to put yeah. him?
1: <laughs> I think, I think he's insane. better than Thielen. I'm going to put him in almost elite. I think he's maybe one year out from being a, a super superstar. Uh the loss of Corey Davis will definitely open up more targets. So he might even to he might be able to excel even further. Um and Tannehill I know you're sort of a controversial topic in our quarterback tier list. Uh he's good. I think he'll be able to get the ball to him even more than he has. Um and the Titans are gonna be good again this year with AJ Brown at the helm as well as Jack Henry.
2: Yeah, um for me. And this is a little bit of rejection. I'm totally fine having in almost elite. I would have him in the elite tier. I think A.J. Brown is an unbelievable talent, and I think he's going to be awesome this year. But similar to Roman, it's kind of a projection like Chark. I think Roman thinks he's going to take a step up. That's why you want to put him in great. And I think A.J. Brown takes a step up this year, but he hasn't been elite yet. So I think almost elite is probably the go-to spot for him here. But I think he belongs in the higher end of the almost elite. I think him and Thielen have a pretty – there's a pretty big gap between those two in my opinion.
0: Um, yeah, I agree there. I think AJ Brown deserves to be null. So I feel like, I mean, last year, like he was good, but he was like, I know he was dealing with like an injury for most, much, much of the year. He wasn't like, he wasn't elite for sure. When he was out there, um, he
2: was, that's for sure. I know um, he had some injuries, but I, I feel like he, he was an auto hundred yards and a touchdown pretty much every week. And, and was he had really some awesome. games
0: though, where he just kind of disappeared. True. In my, maybe it's just the Titans games I happen to throw on, um, fair. he, he kind of just disappeared. So I, that's why I think, I feel like Diggs some of the other guys were going to put in that elite tier um every time they step on the field you know they're there brown i felt like disappeared sometimes so right. um, i but yeah he's definitely has the potential to go further um, except in my opinion unless they get julio if they get julio he could lose some of those targets or it could maybe draw more coverage to julio and then he gets open more who knows but yeah he definitely has potential to, to get better yeah. um, now we got Corey davis here for you chris all right,
2: so Corey Davis, uh, similar to Devontae Parker, took him a while to get it done, finally had a decent season, got paid in the offseason, but I think it was to a lesser extent of a breakout than Devontae Parkers. I will put him in the right behind LaVisca Chennault. I will put him in the average tier. I think that's where he belongs personally. I think he, he has some upside that you know some of the players in that tier don't have, but I'm curious to see where you guys have him on this list.
1: I'd have him in the good tier in terms of where to put him. I think I would put him behind Will Fuller. That's where I'd put him.
2: Wow. Jeez, man. I, I you putting him over Chase Claypool because I am absolutely not doing that. Claypool had a very good rookie season. I he was Claypool was better in his rookie year than Corey Davis was this year. So I'm there's no way I'm put I I don't think they're even close, man. I think average at best i mean he he's been irrelevant for four years and he finally just had a good season but it wasn't really that good he was still the clear number two guy he was like maybe the wide receiver 30 in fantasy so it's not like he was awesome last year whereas Devonte parker's breakout was top five in his fifth year or whatever i think there's a massive difference between parker and Corey davis's breakout and i'm i'm not gonna i feel like putting him in the good tier would we'll be projecting him to have another really good season this year. And I don't, I'm not really doing that. I don't think he's going to be that good this year.
0: Well, Chris, you're getting outvoted here. Cause I also, I don't think he's, I don't think I won't put him over Claypool, but I would put him over Devontae. Maybe this is just <laughs> overreacting after one season, but we'll even it out. We'll put him behind Devontae in the good tier. But yeah, I thought he was very underrated last season and I know AJ Brown was good, but he was, like I said, he was off the field a lot when he was off the field. Corey Davis was very had a really nice season um and he injuries are also a concern with davis I as well on the uh, draft too under i don't know man i just um, i yeah, definitely I disagree like, with you guys on this one but
2: that's fine i mean we we all uh, i got outvoted but i this is one i'm very passionately disagreeing with you on because i think he belongs in the average tier for sure over some of these like especially with chanel's solid rookie season i i there i just i just don't think there's any way i'm putting Corey davis over
0: i i just disagree though i would take Corey davis over any at least right now i would take him over any of those guys in that average tier personally um so that's why i think but i, I don't agree think to disagree high-end good but yeah it's just i just i don't know maybe i'm just projecting because i just traded for him in dynasty but i think he's a <laughs> solid receiver um okay so now it's me now with jerry and judy um Obviously was highly touted prospect coming out of Alabama last year. Um, Struggled with the drops for much of last season. Um, I mean, if we're looking at right now, and this, you guys might want to move him up, but I think I'm putting him behind Michael Pittman, Um, which that might be a little low. Um, But I think he's, I think he's for sure on the average tier, at least as of right now. He's in a similar spot there with, I think, in my opinion, with LaVisca, where he could take a huge step, especially if they get that quarterback situation figured out in Denver. Um, but, yeah, I think – I look at all those guys in the good tier, and I don't think Judy, at least as of right now, is as good as those guys. Um, but he could definitely take a huge step um, this season. Yeah, we're going
2: to have another massive disagreement here because I would actually put him in the good tier, Uh Surprisingly enough, I know he didn't have like like you're saying he didn't have some awesome rookie season, but he also he I believe he led the league in in uh, most uncatchable targets So when he was actually getting the targets. I know he struggled with some drops when he got the ball in his hands. He was very good. And He still had, you know, around 800 yards receiving and that's better than anything Corey Davis has put out there. So I would 100% put him over Corey Davis right now. I think he's definitely better if they get a if they get a guy like Aaron Rodgers, which again is a little bit of rejection. Jerry and Judy's a lock to get a thousand yards next year, 100%. Even if they maybe with Teddy Bridgewater, he could end up getting over the a thousand yard mark. But I really think it was a Drew Lock problem. Yes, he did, like you saying. Did struggle with some drops when the ball was in his hands. He was a very electric player, and I'm definitely putting him over Pittman, who did basically nothing his rookie year. Definitely putting him over Beasley, who's never been more than like an 800-yard guy in his career. And I'll take him over Chennault too because of the draft capital. I think he he belongs at least in the in the top of the average tier. But for me, I'd have him even over Corey Davis, man. And that's, that's more me thinking Corey Davis belongs in the average tier. So uh, that's just me
1: similarly to the quarterback tier list with the dalton line drew that you brought up i'm looking at claypool and i'm thinking that's the claypool line because i'm thinking about every rookie and in comparison to his season and i'm gonna have to agree with chris i'd put him in a good tier um maybe right behind claypool but either one i'm I'm fine with
0: so just so chris doesn't have a heart attack or really start getting mad i'll put him right in front of Corey davis um yeah i mean i'm not i don't disagree with anything you guys said um yeah i think yeah he could be really good i just thought last year he, maybe i have a little bit more of bias because i thought he was going to be have awesome. like a chase cape claypool, chase claypool like season and even better
1: um especially with the injury to Sutton too yeah right.
0: especially with the injury to that's Sutton, fair. i just expected more and i think that's why i was kind of projecting that disappointment which is why I maybe underrated him um but yeah i, I agree with you guys i think he could he could be really good especially they just got, even if it's not Aaron Rodgers, they got to figure that quarterback situation out. I know Drew Locke was on record saying, like, you know, he's ready, he's turned his phone off and he's ready to go and he's ready to work. And I was like, okay, just show it on the field, buddy. But okay. Um, all right, so we'll leave Judy there. Now we've got Mr. Jamison Crowder here for a moment.
1: I'm going to save Chris the time too because I don't want i'm talking about uh, how bad Perriman is for two hours. I'm going to put Crowder and Perriman in the bad tier and just move on. I, I, I'm i not going to have this conversation. We know they're bad. We don't have to go on about it for forever. We'll just leave it at that.
2: All right. If we're going to do that, we need to put Preston Williams behind both of them because he is 100% worse than both of the both players. Uh, I think he's, tr- like I said, I think he's trash. I think he needs to go down to the bad tier as well. I don't have any disagreements. I mean, I would probably have Crowder in below average. I thought he was yeah. somewhat productive last year. I would flip him and Preston Williams personally. That would be my – I would do that because I think Preston Williams definitely belongs in the bad tier. But I think Crowder had some production last year. It was more of a, you know, someone has to catch the ball, similar to Myers. I think those two belong in a pretty similar tier and are similar receivers, to be honest. But, yeah, Perriman, not going to disagree with you on that. He stinks. And Preston Williams, like I said,
0: I really think he belongs in the bad tier. I don't think he's a very good receiver. I think I could even put Crowder above Myers. I mean, we don't have to. It's not that big a deal, but... I think Crowder was a little underrated last year, but a lot of that was had to do with just Chris. Someone has to catch the ball on that team, um, like you said. So, but yeah, I, I think is everyone comfortable with having the the below average and bad tiers shake out yes. the way they are right now? All right. Yeah. Um. So now Chris, I don't know. How you're on. The, that, uh, oh no, no you're on. going. All right, fine. All right, I guess you're I'm after going. Roman, right?
2: Yeah, it's true. I guess he did kind of steal my other pick, but I'll, t- I'll take Tyreek Hill for yeah, sure. Yeah, you can and take him, Tyreek Hill. Throw him right in the top of the elite tier because he is one of, if not the best receiver in the NFL. I absolutely love Tyreek Hill, uh, one of my favorite players to watch in the league. He just has to make sure he doesn't have any more off-the-field issues and concerns, but other than that, there is no question he is a alpha dog, number one. In my opinion, I think he might be the best receiver in the NFL, to be honest. I think he might be better than Devontae Adams even. that's That's my opinion. I don't know if it's a very majority opinion, but I think he is extremely valuable to that team and is a big reason why Patrick Mahomes is so good.
1: Yeah, I got nothing much to add here. Definitely better than Diggs. I don't think he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. As we'll get to probably later, um, but in the elite tier for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything to add. Uh, Now we got Sammy Watkins. Um, I know where (sighs) I'd put him. I mean – I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do what I kind of did with Judy, where I'll underrate him. And if you guys want to move him up, by all means, go ahead. But I, I yeah. put him right here. Nope. I, I'd put, I him agree. At the... I'd put him, I'd
2: put him behind both Crowder and Myers. to be honest. I don't think he's very good. And I think only wow. the only reason he was ever relevant was because of Patrick Mahomes. And I, I think he's really lost the step. But, you know, we'll see if he can revive his career.
1: I, in Baltimore. I'd, I'd still leave him at the top of below average. So I guess we outvote okay. Chris yeah. in that second. We'll leave him but...
0: there. We'll leave him there. But yeah, I, I he's, one of, if not the most overrated receiver in, in the NFL, in my opinion. And this guy gets so much buzz for doing nothing on the field. Um, no offense if Sammy's watching this episode, but um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll carry on now with Keenan Allen.
1: <laughs> I, I love Keenan Allen a lot. Um, he's definitely gotten much better with Herbert. I think he'll be able to project a little bit higher too. Um, considering his age, I think it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, I might be... As much as i love Keenan Allen, I might be undervaluing him. I'm going to put him at the top of great, but if you want to put him in almost elite, that's fine yeah. with me.
2: Almost elite is where I think he belongs, right behind A.J. Brown. I think I would take Brown over him for the ceiling difference, but Keenan Allen is a fantastic receiver. I love probably him. Probably at least in a borderline top 10 at worst. I mean, I, I he probably would be in my top 10, to be honest. Maybe he'll end up a little higher on this list at the end as well, but I think he's a – one of the best receivers in the league. He's a really talented guy. Almost belongs in the elite, and that's why he's almost elite. So good, great work on that, man. But yeah, he's a great
0: player. So he put him in great, and then you moved him. Down oh yeah, that's elite. true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I agree with Chris. That's why I moved him up there. Um, I think he's in that almost elite for sure. But uh, yeah, Keenan Allen, great player. Injury is always a concern with him, but hopefully he can stay healthy here because, it, it, especially with uh, another year with Herbert and very much improved Chargers team. Um, but Chris, now you got Mike Williams. Mike Williams, yep. I and I, I actually think
2: Mike Williams is a little underrated. This guy, he gets injured a lot, but when he's on the he's on the field, he can really make some good contested catches. I would have him over Michael Pittman Jr. as of right now. That's where I would put him in the average tier. I think he's a solid receiver. Uh, maybe this year he can break out if he can stay healthy, but he's had some, you know, he had 10 touchdowns his rookie year. He's, he's kind of been, his stats aren't great since then, but he's, he's definitely a guy that can make a really, he makes some really nice catches every week. It feels like, but he just, he gets hurt a lot because he doesn't have any body control. He just drills the ground all the time. So, uh, but I, I do like Mike Williams. I think he is a little bit underrated in my opinion.
1: I, I like Mike Williams I too. I don't know your thoughts, Drew, but if you wanted to move him in good, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Although I do think average could be fine. Um, and like I like I like that he's right next to Beasley. Um, I really don't have any other problems with it.
0: I think, Chris, you put him in the perfect spot. I think that's exactly where I would have put him as well. So I think he's perfectly fine there in the average tier. Um, now we got Henry Ruggs, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I'm going to put him – I'll put him in front of Michael Pittman behind Mike Williams for pretty much exactly the same reasons as Mr. Jerry Judy. Um, I thought he he was the first receiver drafted last season, and he very much underwhelmed um, for fantasy purposes, for real-life purposes. Um, and I, I think he definitely could take another step here. It's his second year. He's still a young guy. He's got the speed. He's got the potential. He could definitely be a good, great – maybe even almost elite receiver – well, as we look at it right now, I think he's average and I think he deserves to be right there. Yeah, I don't yeah, really I
2: have any him. I don't really have any disagreements with that either. I think that's exactly where I'll put him as well, but he definitely has some upside. So we'll have to see how his career shakes out. But uh rugs, you never know, could be in that good tier
0: after next a good next year, potentially.
1: Yeah, I got nothing yeah. to add there. Good good job.
0: Yeah. Um, so now Roman, we got Nelson Aguilar.
1: He did have a great, not great, good 2020, although it did kind of balances out with his suckiness in Philadelphia. So I'd say I'd put him at the, the very bottom of the average tier.
0: Behind T.Y. Hilton? Yes.
2: Yeah, um, I think that's a decent spot for him as well. I think Aguilar had a decent season last year, but has been a mediocre receiver his entire career. Maybe would have been below average before last season, but did have mm-hmm. a pretty solid year last year. I would also put him right behind T.Y. Hilton. I think that's where he belongs. But we'll have to see how he does with the Patriots now. He got a decent contract. So maybe he ends up being a little higher next year.
0: Yeah, maybe my patriotism is uh, is reflecting here, but I would probably put him above Brown, Hilton, and no, not ahead of Pittman. I put him ahead of Brown and Hilton, but it's not that big a deal. And you guys outvoted me anyway. So but yeah, I think um yeah, he had a really nice year last year and hopefully he'll have another good season this year with the Patriots. But
2: Chris, you got Amari Cooper. Yeah, this is uh, this is a pretty tough one because I think Cooper is a very, very good receiver. He's also not as old as people think, so he, I think he still has some room to grow potentially. I don't think he's quite his prime yet. I'm gonna put him. This might be you may fight me on this. I'm gonna put him in almost elite behind Amari Cooper. I think yeah, he I'm is a little bit better already. than Ad, I think he's a little bit better than Adam Thielen in my opinion. I mean, uh, both were pretty productive last year, but I think Thielen's had he had the better quarterback last year with Andy Dalton being instead of Dak, but uh, you know, Cooper was awesome for the first, you know, five, six weeks, and I think he's been really good since he got to Dallas. So I'd put him in the almost elite tier, but I'm I'm curious to hear Drew and Roman debate me here.
0: Let, let me go first, Roman. Um, because I think I, I think he's I think he's great. I I might even put him behind Adam Thielen. I just I maybe I just value consistency more than like Cooper, it seems like he has maybe I'm wrong, but he feels like he has one like couple of monster games and then he disappears for three weeks. And then he has a few other monster games and then he gets injured or he disappears for another couple of weeks and Thielen, even though he doesn't give you those monster games, he's consistent. He's a, he's reliable. He's a guy you can count on. Um, so I mean, I just value that more, but you did bring up some great points, Chris, the quarterback situation was awful there last year for Cooper and he still wasn't awful. Um, but I, I look at Keenan, I look at AJ, I feel like they're on a different level or different tier for lack of a better term, uh, than Cooper. Um, and I feel like he, I, I feel like Cooper and Thielen are much more equals. But I'm Roman. You can break the tie here.
1: I was also possibly thinking of putting him behind Thielen, but I also understand the uh, the possibility of him being at the top of the great tier. Um, he's definitely under it, I think. Just like you mentioned, Chris, I think he's been getting a lot of hate, a, a lot of unnecessary hate. Um, but when he's healthy, he's good. Um, I'd put him at the top of great to Steven it out.
0: Okay. So that'll be even it out. Start. Which I think it's basically like you said, I think he, like you were saying, Chris, I think you were saying he's back end, back end almost elite, top end great. So I think yeah. we're all pretty much in agreement there. Uh now I got Michael Gallup. He was I mean, he was really good um two years ago. Last year he was really bad. Um, I guess similar to Nelson Aguilar, but I feel like he's got a little more upside, and I think he also is getting unfairly hated on because of the quarterback situation last year in Dallas. Um I think I'm going to put him right here behind Mike Williams. Um, I'm interested to see where you guys think, but I, I think he's still got some upside. I think he can, he can really benefit um, from having another year with Dak. Um, but then CeeDee Lamb's also there now. I don't know. I He's a hard guy to rank. Uh, what do you guys think? See, I actually
2: think – and this this might be a hot take. I actually think he belongs in the good tier. Personally, I think he had a really good couple seasons, and then they did bring in Ceedee Lamb, so he's been his production went down a little. I think he's better than Corey Davis for sure, and I and that's more again <laughs> me thinking that he belongs for sure in the average tier. But I think Michael Gallup is a better receiver than Corey Davis. He's been he's been more productive for multiple seasons. He's gotten a thousand yard season the prior year before they drafted CeeDee Lamb. I think Gallup's a a pretty good receiver, and I think he's a little underrated, but also nothing special. He's not like some elite receiver either. I just think he's a guy that could end up being a really solid receiver by the end of his career, and I think he already is.
1: I guess I'll just kind of just even it out. We can put him at the top of average. I'm not really worth fighting over him, but I do think he's underrated, like you mentioned, Chris. I don't think he's the worst in the world. So uh, if they didn't have Lamb, I think he'd be just as fine there, Um, but I think just... Him being, you know, basically average. Pun, no pun intended. I think he goes at the top of the tier.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I think he deserves to be in those average, those average guys. Um, uh, the CD thing does definitely limits his ceiling, but hopefully, Dak um, coming back will really help him out. Um, now, speaking of CD Lamb, Roman, where do you want to put him?
1: This is another rookie. I'm going to use the Claypool line for. Uh, I think he's going in the good tier. Uh, I think he's had a better season than Jerry Judy. I put him right behind Claypool, although I do think Ceedee Lamb has a much better trajectory with him having Dak and Claypool having the old Big Ben Roethlisberger.
2: See, I absolutely disagree with you on this one. I think he belongs in the great tier at the at, right after. I think he's better than Brandon Cooks for sure. I would put him in the great tier right behind Adam Thielen. I think. It's a little bit of a projection, but he was also really solid even with Andy Dalton. I think he was really solid. I think he was better than Claypool for sure in his rookie year. Claypool just had a couple big games, but I'm definitely taking C.D. Lamb in the great tier. I think he's already a really good receiver and potentially could be up in the almost elite to elite tier at the end of the year. I
0: think he's a great receiver. I really like C.D. Lamb. So I was probably going to move him in the top of the good tier. Very similar reasons there for you, Chris. Um, to even it out, and because I know Roman's a big Chark guy, we'll put him right behind DJ Chark. Um, that's fair, right? That evens it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I also – I think it, I think it's – I really like CeeDee Lamb as a player, and I think there definitely is some projectionism here where I think he's going to be better this year than he was last year. But at least as it stands now, um, I think he deserves to be in that high-end, good, low-end, great tier. Um, And he could even be almost elite by the end of the season. Who knows, especially if he can connect with Dak as well as he did to start the year last year. But um, now I I do kind of like Chris, uh, you get Hollywood Brown. This is a guy who I think you went from loving to hating um, after a few weeks into the season. But where do you want to put Hollywood? Yeah, I think
2: uh, Hollywood Brown is a solid NFL receiver. He's nothing special, but I think he's definitely a solid NFL receiver. I would probably put him right behind Jerry Judy, definitely ahead of Corey Davis, like I said. Uh, I think he belongs in the good tier, low-end good receiver. He's had some productive moments. At the end of last year, he was very solid, even though he really pissed me off last year in fantasy. I thought he was going to be awesome, and he wasn't that. But I think he's still a solid, quality NFL receiver, probably my top 30, 40-ish in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. This is the exact spot I would have put him in, too. Uh, and he's definitely not going to lay up the stat sheet anytime soon with Andrews there, with Bate, uh, with uh, Bateman there now. Um, but I think in terms of talent, he's he's fine. I think he, he's in a good spot.
0: You're going to hate me, Chris, but I would actually put him behind Corey Davis, but it's not a, it's nothing, <laughs> to, it's nothing, to, it's nothing to flip out over. Um, yeah, I would put him in the high-end average, low-end good tier, um, in my opinion. So that's a really fine spot for him. Um, Now I got golden Tate who at the time of this recording is still not signed with the team. He hasn't announced whether he's um, retiring or if he's what, what he's doing. So, um, but I think as of right now, based on what we saw last year, um, I think I'm going to put him right here um, below average at this point in his career. Um, He was really good just a few seasons ago, but with the suspensions, injuries, age, whether or not he's going to retire or not. um, I think he's below average. And I think he's, I think he's better than those guys. um, Watkins, Myers, and, Crowder, but I'm going to put him there in below
2: average. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. He's somewhere in the below average tier. I don't have a lot of passion for any of these guys, so I'm cool with putting him at the front end of the below average tier. But we'll see if he signs with a team. Maybe he can be a little more productive this year and end up being in the average tier or something next year. We'll have to see how it works out or just retires.
1: Yeah, I think his age is, I guess, purely the only reason he's in below average. I think maybe two or three years ago, we'd be thinking about average or even good during his time with Detroit. but. Yeah, I think he's on the – obviously, last ends of his career. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he retired as well, but below average, top of that tier is good with me.
0: Yeah, he was definitely good, I would say, in uh, in his time in Detroit. But, um, Roman, you now have Sterling Shepard.
1: I'm not enthusiastic about this player. I'm not really interested in debating where he would go. Uh, I'll, I'll basically kind of leave it up to you, but I'm thinking either – bottom of average or top of below average
2: i was gonna say top of below average i think he's a decent slot receiver but nothing more than that average but below average
1: <laughs> and especially with slayton and gaudy there i don't think he's gonna be that important at all and tony um, as well yeah and tony for sure so he's so, more he's more of an afterthought really
0: you said you didn't want to get into a passionate debate about sterling Shepard, but here we are so i was gonna <laughs> put him in the back end of average chris has him in the top end of below average roman you're the tiebreaker
1: I'd live more years now.
0: All right, right there. Yep. Um, and that's enough Sterling Shepherd talk for one day. So now we're gonna hop into uh, Mr. Jalen Rager, and it's over. Over to you, Chris.
2: Yep. So Rager, uh, disappointing rookie season. I would put him right behind Michael Pittman Jr. I think that's where he belongs. They're both pretty under underwhelming in their rookie years, but I do like Pittman a little bit more than him. I think Rager is just kind of like a younger John Brown, where he's got that. Still has an unknown ceiling, so I would take him over Brown. But we'll have to see how it plays out this year because he'll have some opportunity this year with Hertz and you know Devonte Smith being on the other end. He doesn't have to be the guy this year, but he could definitely be productive. We'll have to see how it works out.
1: I agree with that. I mean, him still being a first-round pick, there's definitely a lot of expectations. I don't think drafting Smith kind of gives him off the hook for anything he's done, but I'm 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 expecting him to do a lot better this year. Um, similarly to Rugs and Pittman, I think they all have to elevate and with their own situations being necessarily almost the number one guy in their, in our teams now. Um, but I definitely think he's good for he's average for his first season. And I think he was good where he's at now.
0: Yeah. I don't have too much to add. I feel like we're kind of underrating John Brown and T Y Hilton maybe, but maybe not. I think it's not that bad. I think they're all, they're all in that average tier for sure. Um, so I got Travis Fulgham. Now this was a guy who kind of, he was a lions of course, a lions receiver and then kind of burst onto the scene and then kind of, fell off and you didn't really hear from him again. Um, I'm going to put him in the average at the very end. Um, I think, yeah, I don't think he's as good as Nelson Aguilar, but I think I'm going to put him right there. Um, but if you wanted to make an argument for below average, I wouldn't be wouldn't be mad. But I think he's got some potential, but also I think it was a,
2: it was a result
0: of someone's got to catch the ball, and I think that's what happened with, with Travis last season.
2: Yeah, I think I would probably have him behind Sterling Shepard in the below average tier personally, but he did have some flashes last year. I just don't expect much from him this year. I think he's just going to be a depth piece at receiver. Whereas if like a Rager and Devonte Smith get hurt, maybe he can step up. But other than that, don't really see much for the for the ceiling of Fulgham going into this year.
1: Yeah, it's certainly not none of uh, disrespect to put him in below average. I just don't think he'll be able to replicate it again. I'd put him behind Shepard as well.
0: Well, even now, we'll put them in fr- – actually, you guys outvoted me, so it doesn't matter. So I'll put him behind Shepard. And I don't really – I think I actually agree with that, actually. I think Sterling Shepard is better than Travis Willingham. Um. So, yeah, we're good there with below average. Um, now we've got Alshon Jeffrey. Over to you, Roman.
1: Yeah, similar to Golden Tate, he is not assigned with the team yet. Um, I think he's probably contemplating retirement more than Tate is. Uh, I'd put him below Tate, actually, right behind, right behind him. Although See, I, I do – I, I was a fan of him when he was with the Bears and in his good couple of years with the Eagles, but I think he's definitely tailed off now.
2: See, I have a very different opinion on Alshon Jeffrey. Yes, he was good before. He cannot separate whatsoever now. I'm putting him in the bad tier. Honestly, I think he might be the worst, worst receiver on the list so far. I think he's he's horrible now. He doesn't get he can't he literally can't get open anymore. And he was so irrelevant last year. I honestly don't know if he eclipsed 100 yards last season all year. So I would there is no way I'm putting him over guys like Watkins, Crowder, or Myers who were all productive. Last I think Jeffrey's probably done and, you know, it was, he was good for a few years, but it just never really panned out with all the injuries.
0: So sucks to say, but I'm putting him in the bad <laughs> tier at the very end. So I also would put him in the bad tier. Yeah. Um, uh we'll put him at the top end of the bad tier.
1: Maybe no. I was too nostalgic on that one.
0: We got yeah, outvoted, thanks, but yeah, cause I, I think, I think Crowder was, like I said, a little bit underrated. I don't know why we're spending so much time. It's the crap of the, the crop here, but uh, yeah, I I don't think Jeffrey was as good and he can't stay on the field. He's not, he's not good anymore, but now to a good receiver that we'll oh, like yeah, have to talk about. Mr. Scary, Terry, Terry McLaurin over to you, Chris.
2: Yeah, I absolutely love Terry McLaurin. You guys know this. I would put him in the almost the lead tier right behind Keenan Allen. I think he Long's ahead of Amari Cooper, ahead of Allen Thielen. He's been awesome so far in his career. I'm so excited to watch him play with Ryan Fitzpatrick this year, man. It's just – He's just one of those guys that I just, I can't help but love. He's just, he's a great, he seems like a great guy. He's a really good team leader and he gets open all the time. So, I mean, when you're playing with Dwayne Haskins and you can get over a thousand yards, you absolutely belong in the almost elite tier. Maybe even there's an argument that he belongs ahead of guys like A.J. Brown because of the quarterback difference, but I would still take Brown over him personally. But I would definitely have Terry in this almost elite tier for sure. I think he's firmly cemented in there, but we'll have to see if you guys disagree with me.
1: I'm glad you put him at the back half of almost elite i think he's maybe half a season off of being almost late to elite uh, if you put him over key now and Allen, maybe you'd have some more problems um and with the inconsistencies of cooper and thielen i think it's fair to put McLaurin above him because he's been working with a much worse quarterback as opposed to cooper and uh thielen who've had better quarterbacks through the, throughout their careers
0: yeah that's exactly where i would have put him to chris i don't have too much to add um, Scary Terry is a really good player. Um, I think he's only going to get better from now. I think he could even be elite here if, especially if Washington gets like their young quarterback in here through the draft or through free agency or whatever. So that could actually be a fun spot for Aaron Rodgers to end up with that good defense. But uh, be. a team. It would be a fun team. Um, now we got steven Sims. This is a, I really don't have any hot takes on steven Sims. Um, I think he's average. So I'm just going to put him. I'll put him right here behind in front of John Brown. If if anyone has passion, in Steven Sims takes, by all means, go ahead. But I, I think I think he's an average receiver. If you want me to move him up, that's fine. Um, but I think I think he's right there.
2: See, I I think Steven Sims is probably in my below average tier. I don't think he's anything special. I would probably have Sterling Shepard over him personally. That's how I determine that. But I also am not that passionate about it. So it kind of depends on what Roman thinks, I guess.
1: i I'm, I might be a little too uninformed, but I think putting him behind Fulgham even would just be good enough i don't think he'll be a key piece anytime soon um but yeah right in below average is fine
0: yeah think. i think he's back half of average top yeah. end of below average i think he's still relatively young so he could still be good i yeah. know he had a couple decent games hey, he's had some moments yeah he, he just um, i mean so is sterling shepherd yeah his program, exactly so. so i think he's in that back end of average top end of below average but um i don't know how you guys got terry mclaurin and Allen robinson and i got stuck with steven sims <laughs> no offense but Rowan, take it away here with Allen robinson
1: it's funny because I've watched a lot of fantasy content, obviously, and there's been a huge debate between Key and Allen Robinson and McLaurin, and it's gonna be funny enough because I'm gonna put Robinson smack dab in the middle of both of them. I think they're both really, uh, I think he's really good too, and he's worked with a lot less considering he's had Bortles and Trubisky as his quarterbacks. Uh, if he has Fields, I think he can skyrocket even further than where he's already at. Um, McLaurin's obviously, obviously still waiting for his quarterback of the future to come and help him out there although Fitzpatrick would be good for him this year. Um, I think uh, Robinson is really good this year. Hasn't taken that step yet. I like Keenan Allen just a little bit more because he's shown he can be good with uh, Herbert as well.
2: Yeah, I see, I disagree with this. I think Allen Robinson is an elite receiver, personally. I think he's better than Keenan Allen, and he's better than A.J. Brown because of the quarterback. He's been just as productive with much crappier quarterbacks, and Andy Dalton's the best quarterback he's played with. So, I mean – it's and that's not not saying anything but if Justin Fields takes over you're going to see Allen Robinson I think you're going to see a similar to Stefan Diggs rise for for Allen Robinson who's already been awesome so i, I personally I ha- i'd have him right behind Stefan Diggs, I think he's better than both Brown and Keenan Allen. And that's just me being a huge Allen Robinson fan. So I'll let, uh, I'll let drew
0: settle this one, but we'll have to see. Yeah. You guys already know that I'm putting him in the, yes, yeah, sir. I was right there with you, Chris. Um, I have an Allen Robinson Jersey. I decided to go with the Hopkins one today, but um, I, Allen Robinson's one of my favorite players in the league. I've talked about it several times. So this might just be my bias, but yeah, I think, the Sooner Fields, even with Andy Dalton, I mean, I think, I know, Chris, you hate him, but he's an upgrade over what they had the balls from last, this, last year. So I think he, even if Dalton plays the whole season and plays the majority, the season, I think Robinson's still going to have a monster year. Um, I do think the upside of A.J. Brown might be a little more intriguing um, than yeah. with Allen Robinson. But, um, yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. I, I had – Top end of almost elite, back end of elite. So since you agree with me, Chris, I'll put him to, there in
1: elite. To, to me, though, I think by the time we're done with this T-list, I, I personally think he'll be looking out of place compared to everyone else we put him in there. So we can obviously adjust see, it later, but right now it's not too bad for me.
2: See, I think he's really – I think he's close to Diggs and another guy that we're going to end up ranking in, inside our elite tier as well personally. I think they're I think – I think it'll look right at home, but we'll have to see how that works out. All right, I'm going to do this one super quick so Drew can get into Kenny G. Anthony Miller's trash. Put him at the very back of bad. He's horrible. All right, Kenny G's talk. <laughs> Kenny G's up. No debate. You can- I don't care what you think. You're not debating. Anthony Miller's the worst receiver on this list so
0: far. So go go ahead, Drew. Kenny okay, G. all right. If you're, if you're that passionate about it, we can go ahead. I, I would put him back in the below average. He's but yeah, absolutely I, I'm not that terrible crazy about it. Kenny G, so, again, this might just be me. Bit of being bitter because uh, he left the Lions, even though I thought it was a good move for both sides. Um, I'm going to put him in the great tier right behind Amari Cooper. I know a lot of people treat him like he's almost elite, and maybe that's just because I live in Detroit. So I hear <laughs> all the Kenny G's awesome talk, but I just, he's injured all the time. I mean, he had like a couple good years, yes, but um, I would take Amari Cooper over him. I think I would maybe take Adam Thielen over him even. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think Kenny G is right there in the great tier looking. He's, he's, I think he's on similar levels with those guys like Thielen and Cooper, but he's not, I don't think he's anywhere near AJ Keenan or carry.
2: Yep. I, I agree with pretty much exact. I would probably have Thielen over him, but I'm, they're very close. So I'm not going to, I'm not really going to debate you on that. I think they're both very solid receivers. And I do think people in Detroit overrate Kenny G because he's really the only good thing we had, but now seeing him on the giants, it's a little easier to rank him correctly in my opinion. So I think he belongs right behind Amari yeah. Cooper, who I think is a little bit better than him.
1: If I speak, I'm probably gonna be looking like a Homer. So yeah. I actually mind him where you put him. I, I think you can make an argument for him to go behind Thielen actually, but um, yeah. I'm smack out in the middle. I have no problem with that.
0: Yeah. And, and no disrespect to Kenny G either. I met him once. He's a very, very nice guy. Um, all the best in new york but yeah i think he's a little bit overrated anyway now we got marvin jones jr another former lion um so roman take it away
1: now i can maybe be a homer i'm just kidding i'm gonna be very objective with this i think he has a lot left in the tank actually um he did great in detroit um he kind of came underrated from from cincinnati many years ago uh and him working with trevor lawrence i think he's in a good situation I actually put him at the top of the good tier. Wow. To be
2: honest with you, ooh, I'm not putting him that high for sure. I I'd put know him behind. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, me and Drew might be able to over really on this. I would take him over Corey Davis. I'd probably take him over Hollywood Brown, and that's where the list stops. I think to cooks. Take... So
1: that's what I'm saying, though.
2: Yeah, I know you are. I'm. I'm not saying that. I would probably have him in the good tier, but back behind Judy, that would probably be where I would. I would stop it right there, personally. But I'll let Drew. Drew can you know you can put him in a fair spot because I know Roman likes him more than us i just don't think he's i'm not taking him over shark there's no way i'm taking over shark for sure because i think he's won't be the alpha there he might not even be the second best receiver on that team let's we'll see how Chennault plays but well, trajectory, maybe I'm,
1: trajectory I, wise i think chuck will be better but i, we haven't, I already obviously, think we, Chark we, is better we haven't seen shark and jones work together obviously um but what marvin jones was doing in detroit i think was better than what Chark was doing in Jacksonville last year. That's all. It
2: was also with Stafford, and he had an alpha across from him to take a lot of pressure off from Chark also in his second year was like an 1,100-yard receiver with nobody around. So I'm I'm definitely taking Chark as of right now. I think he will be the clear alpha on the team, whereas Marvin Jones will be solid, but I think he's more of that complementary number two guy such as he was with Kenny G. Definitely a
0: clear gap between him and G, and I think there's a clear gap between him and uh, Chark. See, maybe I'm biased because – I mean, Marvin Jones did not look good to start the year last year, and then he kind no, of he turned, turned it on he turned it down on the stretch the for the sure. But if you want to see where I would have put him, I would have put him like right here. I would have taken—I wow. know Corey Davis, but I, I know I would have taken him. I would have taken Hollywood. I would have taken LaVisca. I would have taken. I think I feel it. Him and Cole Beasley, and maybe because I—maybe it's because more so I—I I had Cole Beasley in the back end of good, and in my head, but I just think they're similar. Um, but I think, to be fair, I would put him right where you said put him, Chris. Um, I think that's a nice even spot um, where we all – Marvin Jones, I think he's probably the, the one guy so far that all three of us have disagreed on. Um, yeah. And maybe it's just because we've watched him play for so long in Detroit. But I definitely think he was a borderline great receiver in his heyday. But I just think now – Maybe it's because I'm biased again, because I think he's on the uh, he's on the back end of his career. But I, yeah, I, I think he's average personally. But um, we'll put him in we'll put him there in the back end of good um, to even it out. But um, I think Chris, now you're up with. <laughs> I know how you got stuck with Anthony Miller, and now you got Willie Sneed here. What, what do you? Yeah, you want go put ahead Willie and Sneed?
2: throw go ahead and throw him right in front of uh, Anthony Miller. He's trash too. I don't care. <laughs> All right, Devonte Adams, go for it, Drew. You got another really good receiver, and it's kind of making up for the fact that you got stuck with a couple. Of <laughs> yeah, I got. I got that. Alan Robinson, Terry McLaurin.
0: Yeah. um Yeah. I, I have nothing to add there. Roman, if you have any hot Willie snee takes, go ahead. But all right. Devontae Adams, um, any questions? Nope. That's where I okay. Exactly <laughs> where I put him. So. I'm good too. Yep. Yeah. All right. A um, little concerning there that they didn't show up to OTAs. We could have talked about that in news. But um yeah, maybe he gets straighted Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, Devontae, uh, he's. He, he could stay there, honestly. He's he's a top receiver for sure. Um, yeah, I guess this was a makeup call for me because now you got stuck with MVS here, Roman.
1: I haven't put one in the trash tier so far. Let's put him right in front of Snead in the bad tier.
2: Yeah, I would. That's where I'd put him as well. I think MBS can't catch the ball. He's definitely fast and has a little bit more promise than the guys in the bad tier, but it's kind of fun to make fun of him because he, he has had all the opportunity in the world and <laughs> hasn't gotten it done with Aaron Rodgers. He's not getting it done with anybody else either. So I'm putting him in the bad tier as well. Let's go into Justin Jefferson, who is much more exciting to talk about a great receiver. Uh, this one is actually really tough because do you take him – I mean, he's had he had such a great rookie season, but it's hard to rank him over a guy like Keenan Allen. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm putting him right behind A.J. Brown. I'm putting him between A.J. Brown and, and Keenan Allen. You guys can fight me on that if you'd like. There's an argument for him over A.J. Brown too. He had a better rookie season, but I just think A.J. Brown, without the injury last year, would have been so dominant and would have had some really good counting stats, and I expect him to do that again this year, especially with nobody around. J Jeff, I expect similar things from him as well. I think he's going to be great this year. But I'll have him in almost elite. If he wasn't a rookie, he'd probably be in the elite tier because of how awesome he was his rookie season. So just like he's he's tough to rank, though, because he only had that one year. You never know. It could have been could have been some touchdown luck, could have been s- some extra things getting his county stats up. But he's clearly a very talented receiver that can separate on the next level at almost any position.
1: Yeah, I think just as in a, we haven't seen him replicate that kind of season again. Hopefully he does it again, but um, I'd actually put him right behind Key and Allen. And I also think it's worth noting that we also haven't seen him with any other quarterback besides uh, Kirk Cousins, because if he were to leave, who knows if he'd look the same, um, which is very possible. Probably, probably look um, better. But, yeah, maybe. But I'll put him behind Key and Allen, and Drew could be the tiebreaker.
0: I, I would um, – I also think he could – Kellen Mond – I mean, no, no, I'm a big Kellen Mond guy, but uh, I think he could be he could be good there um, if Cousins leaves. But I would actually put him behind Scary Terry. Um, I'd put him right there. To even it out, we'll go with Roman's spot. We'll put him right there behind Keenan Allen. Um, I think you could even make an argument for Amari Cooper, um, but Jefferson was still good his first year. He was better than Amari Cooper for sure. Um, so I think he's right He's right there in almost elite. Um, now we got Julio Jones, who, I mean, three years ago, he'd just be like, he'd be right there, right? But um, for me, at this point in time, I think he's almost elite. Um, he's got the injuries. Wow. He wasn't as good as he was last year. He wasn't as good last year as he was previously. Um, I think I'm going to put him behind Keenan Allen too. I like Keenan Allen a lot. I think I'm going to put him right there.
2: Yeah, I mean, without the uh, with the injuries and stuff, I think that makes sense. I would probably still have him ahead of Allen Robinson in the elite tier personally, but I'm alright if you want to keep him at almost. Elite. Well, we'll let Roman kind of decide this one, I guess, because I I think I'm still a little higher on him. Besides the injuries, I think he's really talented. But with the
0: injuries, you know, availability is the best ability. So like it 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 makes sense. See, before Roman says anything, now I can kind of see what he's saying with Allen Robinson looks kind of weird in that elite tier. I feel like if he was down in the almost elite, it feels like that could be more equal for him. Um, It's fair. But anyway, Roman, what are you going to say about Julio?
1: Yeah, I don't... Yeah, like I said, having Alan Robinson in the elite tier makes me want to put Julio in the elite tier as well, but then I think things could get messed up. But I think he's not... He's definitely not at a place where he is right now, but... At the same time, he's at the back half of his career. And even when he was in his prime, I guess, he was still being underused, apparently. Because even in the red zone, he had no success, I wouldn't say, with Matt Ryan. It's uh, Matt
2: Ryan's fault.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely... if We can put him in the elite tier for sure, but then you might want to put Allen Robinson below. But I'll leave that up to you. Um... If he were in the league, yeah, okay, we're gonna behind do games. we're gonna
0: move him to we're gonna move him to the top of almost elite. We'll move Allen Robinson That's right fine. now. Does that work? Does that work? Yeah, it okay. works for me. All right. I don't think I'm not comfortable putting Julio in the elite tier at this stage in his career. He could have a monster year this year, and I look like a complete idiot, which I'm completely fine with, especially if he goes to New England. Um, but I think right now he's in almost elite. But uh Roman, you got Calvin Ridley now.
1: Yeah, I think this guy is definitely going into a of one of the top couple tiers. He's definitely a great or almost elite. I think he's had a great season last year. Um, I th- expect him to do it again, especially if Julio leaves. I'd actually put him in almost elite, right? Um, I'd put him right in front of Julio, actually. I, that's
2: the- exactly where I would put him as well. I, You know I love Calvin Ridley. Actually, I have a Ridley jersey, which I should have worn today. Think Looking back on it, it would have been fun if I had worn that because he's just one of my favorite players in the league. And I think he's incredible. Uh, He gets open at every level. And I think him being a little bit more available than Julio, I think they're very similar in talent. And honestly to AR as well, I think they're all really, really close, but I think I'm going to take Ridley over Julio. And it was kind of a, you know, uh a little bit of an underground take I had this year was that Ridley was going to pass Julio as the number one in that offense, and I had ranked him pretty high. in My wide receiver rankings I year, I believe I had him borderline top 10, which a couple friends were like, you're insane. He hasn't done anything. I'm like, dude, just watch. He's going he's gonna to light it up this year, and and he absolutely did. was one of the best receivers in the league this year, both for fantasy and real life. So I love Ridley. I'd have him in the almost elite tier for sure, and I think that's a good spot for him where Roman's got him.
0: Yeah, that this almost elite tier is so difficult because I feel like you could make an argument that AJ Brown should be above both Julio and Calvin. Oh, You're yeah. making the argument that Keenan's above those guys. So And you could make um, an argument
2: AR belongs back in the elite
0: tier. Kenan's, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, honestly it yeah, does, but it's, he's not
2: that much different from a Ridley or a Julio.
0: Yeah, it's it's really tough when you get to these top guys. They're all so good. Um personally I would probably have Ridley. I think I even put him behind Keenan Allen personally, but I again I also see where you guys are saying we're putting him in, putting him in front of Julio. I don't think that's outrageous either. So it's really tough here, but yeah, I'm, I'm fine leaving him where he's at. Uh, Chris, now you got Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson had a pretty good year
2: last year. Uh, it was to, he escaped the stink of Adam Gase, uh, and he wasn't terrible with the Jets, but was very inconsistent last year. Showed a little more consistency. I think I would put him ahead. I'll put him right behind Chase Claypool in the good tier. I think that's where he belongs. I think that's a good spot. If you guys want to fight me on that, that's all right. But I definitely think he's a, he's a step above a guy like Devontae Parker, a guy like Jerry Judy who hasn't proven yet, Marvin Jones, and Hollywood Brown. I
0: think he belongs out of those guys.
1: Yeah, I have no problem with that at all.
0: I, I mean, I would even be more comfortable – if you would have put him even above some like Claypool or other guys too. But yeah, I thought he had a really underrated season last year. And also underrated storyline is he's reconnecting with his former Jets quarterback who by all means he loves and Sam Darnold too. I think that could be a really good connection there in Carolina. But yeah, sure. I'm not gonna fight you guys you on it. He's fine there. Um now we got DJ Moore, who I very similar to Robbie Anderson had a solid year last year with some questionable quarterback play. Um that's a tough one. I, I, I think I'm going to put him in the good tier for sure. Um, I think I might even put him – put him right here behind C.D. Lamb. Um, does anybody have any problems with that? Yeah, I think me and Roman both are on the same page here. I'd put him
2: at the very end of the great tier. That's where I'd put him. I think yeah. he's been a really okay. solid receiver his first three seasons. I think he's been really good. I think he's a step above a guy like Chark, a guy like Cooks. I think C.D.'s a little low, so I kind of at first was like all right with it, but I think – That's just because I think CeeDee Lamb maybe belongs in a great tier as well. But I think D.J. Moore is great, has the chance to really blow up this season with Sam Darnold. Darnold can figure it out too he's a great receiver.
1: Yeah, he's put up a lot of yards, lacking in touchdowns. I guess it's kind of understandable because he hasn't had good quarterback play. Uh, And when you have CMC on your team, he pretty much commands all the touchdowns you have, so – uh, I think I need one more year out of him to put him in almost elite. I thought maybe one of you would have said he go, goes in almost elite, and I would have debated you right away. So I think putting him at, uh, at the back half of great is good with me.
0: Yeah, I was thinking high-end good, low-end great, so I'm perfectly fine moving him up there. Um, now we've got Roman over to you for Curtis Samuel.
1: Yeah, I think he was underrated in in uh, Carolina, actually. And I think once he's in Washington with, you know, a better team, I'd say. Uh, I think he'll actually be able to flourish a little more, uh, be able to show people why he's why he was undervalued in Carolina. Uh, considering when you put Robbie Anderson, I like to put Curtis Samuel somewhere before him, but I'll I'll let you guys debate where, where that exactly would be.
2: See, I would put Curtis Samuel right behind Robbie Anderson. I would put him – I actually think I'd put him behind Devontae Parker and Jerry Judy as well, right ahead of Marvin Jones personally, because I think Robbie proved that he's the better of the two of them right in the, at least in that offense, prove that he was a little bit better last year, uh, had some better numbers than Samuel Samuel did have a good last half of the year, but I would take, I think I would take Robbie over him. And I think I would take guys like Judy and Parker as well, but I'm willing to, you know, negotiate if true has a differing opinion.
0: Okay. Uh, again, I, I actually would have put him in the top end of average. Um, maybe I'm just underrating him. Um, so I'll, I'll put him right where you said to put him, Chris. So it kind of evens out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I he's like I think I'd say he's back end good, top end average and I think that's kind of where we have him right now. Right. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Um now Chris, you got Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas.
2: All right, so this is where this is the guy I said I was ranking Stefan Diggs above and it might have been controversial. I would put him right behind. i put him in the elite tier right behind Stefan Diggs. I think he's a great receiver, but I think Diggs was so awesome last year. Finally had that really step up from at the quarterback position, had the opportunity for that passing volume. So I'm putting Michael Thomas there. Uh, obviously, he was under, underwhelming last year with the injuries, but he's still a very good receiver. Has a few good seasons left, I'm sure. And he can get open. He can definitely get open underneath for sure. He's a guy that is a target machine, and it will be that again this year with Jameis Winston most likely.
1: Yeah, he definitely fell off hard uh, this year. I didn't even crack 500 yards. I guess that was somewhat due to injuries or just not having a good year. Uh, I guess I'm not going to be too harsh on him. I was going to say he maybe – Sniffed his elite time already and could be falling off again depending on who this quarterback is. Uh, I guess putting him behind Diggs is fine, although I'm very hesitant to uh, commit to saying he will do uh, elite numbers again because I think, you know, obviously we're not grading stuff off the field, but he's been not a a good personality, and uh, I think, you know, his numbers, I don't, I don't know if he'll get back to where he once was. I mean, in 2019, he had 700 yards and 10 touchdowns. I don't think he'll he'll be able to do that again, whether it's Winston or Taysom. That's my opinion.
0: I personally would have put him in almost a lead behind Allen Robinson. That's where I would have put him. Um, I,
1: I would be fine with that, too, if he did that.
0: I just think with all the crap that happened last year, and even when he was on the field, he wasn't the same guy. Um, and I think there is some definite concern there with the quarterback spot. Um, if we want to leave him in the back end of the elite, I'm fine. Um, if, but I, if we're voting, I would vote to put him back down. I would move him down to the almost elite. I mean, it sounds like I'm getting outvoted, which is crazy because I don't like
2: Michael Thomas very much. And it's crazy that I am the highest one of the three of us on him, which I did not expect. But, I mean, if you guys would like to move him down, that's all right. I would still keep him in the bottom elite. But also then, uh, just I think it just it, – I mean, you can't. I feel like there's one other receiver on here I know will be in the elite tier. I feel like Allen Robinson has got to go back up there again, man. That's my opinion.
1: We'll we'll see what the board looks like. We'll see what the
0: board, yeah. We'll see what the board, uh, Roman. Are you? I didn't even ask. Are you voting to move him down? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that, too. Yeah, okay. Um, so now, um, we got Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. Um, are we okay with that, or am I underrating him? I thought he had a really bad year last year, back end of his career. If you want to put him in average, I'm not gonna fight anybody about it, but I, I don't think he was that great last season.
2: Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. I think he's pretty much done with his career being relevant at all. So I'm, I'm totally fine putting him below average. He could revive it a little bit with the Bills. So maybe he goes up to average. But, you know, I don't really care that much about Emmanuel Sanders this year.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be too big of a suggestion. I was going to say put him right behind John Brown, but that's too close to even want to move it. So we can keep him there if you want.
0: All right, that works. Tyler Boyd, over to you, Roman.
1: I think he's actually pretty underrated but I think he's in a kind of a rough position now that he has Higgins and uh and Chase right in front of him. I'd put him in average. I'd put him uh I put him right behind Rager if that if that works with you. Wait,
2: guys. for Tyler Boyd? Yeah. What? Right no. Rager. Oh, no way, man. He's definitely got to be in the good tier for sure. He's been very productive. He's an underrated receiver in my opinion. I think he belongs right behind Robbie Anderson's where I'd put him in. I am very – I think you are super low on him because he has been a solid receiver for sure. He's not anything special, but he's definitely – there's no way I'm putting him below Rager. <laughs> I'm not even putting him below, below Gallup or Corey Davis, For which, again, I'll beat a dead horse. He belongs in the average <laughs> tier. But I'm definitely putting Tyler Boyd in a good tier, man. I think hes he had a solid year last year. He's been always a consistent – you know, around that 1,000-yard mark, can, can score an occasional touchdown – so I'm definitely putting him in the good tier.
0: Chris, so Chris, you had him right here, right? What'd you say? You had him behind Robbie Anderson, right? That's where I would put him. Correct. Yeah. So I would have had him um, like right here in front of Curtis Samuel. Um, so I'll I'll move him there just so we kind of even it out a little bit. But yeah, I'm, I'm also with you. I think he's good. Um, I think he's better than all those guys in the average tier for sure. Um, very underrated. Yeah, De- I no to but I think he's definitely better than, than Rager, than Pittman, and than all those guys in the average year. So yeah, I would very. I um, don't know, Roman
2: yeah. hated Tyler Boyd. sometimes. I, that's I, yeah, I,
1: I, I literally <laughs> said he was underrated when I started, but I guess I was underrating him even even yeah, more. Yeah, you, you yeah you trashed him. You didn't you were, even
2: underrate him. You yeah. trashed it. I mean, he's, I mean, this is a quality NFL receiver, man. I. I I don't get the slander with him and I like I said I'm going to beat it. I'm I'm going I'm going to say it again I just don't understand why Davis is in the good <laughs> okay. tier man this guy right. is not a good receiver <laughs> How so Chris, how we just got, now How we got, Mike Evans. Now we we got, just
0: got Mike move. Evans Chris let's hand it over to you
2: All right Mike Evans uh Mike Evans belongs in the almost elite tier and I'm going to put him right behind Scary Terry I think he belongs at the end of almost elite and it's tough to say because he's a great receiver but this almost elite tier is getting absolutely loaded with studs so I'm going to put him at the end of that, but I do not believe he belongs in the great tier either. I think he is considerably better than Amari Cooper and the guys like DJ Moore, Kenny G, Adam Thielen.
1: It's going to be interesting because obviously Chris Godwin is right next to him. So I'm wondering, I'm really curious as to how you think both of them are in relation to each other. Uh, I like where you put him right now, although I would be fine if Drew put them on top of uh, great, but we'll see what he has to say.
0: I'm fine with where he's at right now. I, I mean, I, if you put him in like, the top end of great. I wasn't gonna fight you if you put him in the bottom end of almost delete. I wasn't gonna fight you if you would have put him like in front of guys like Keenan and AJ. I would have been like, are you serious? But no, I'm I'm fine with where he's at as long as everyone else is. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Cool. Um, all right, so now we got Chris Godwin, um, and this could be a little controversial. I don't know. I personally don't think he's as good as Mike Evans. He was injured a lot last season, and he's. I mean. He had one really good year, but I just don't – I look at that almost elite tier, and I just don't think Chris Godwin belongs with those guys. Um, so I'm going to put him in great. I'm going to put him in front of um, Amari Cooper.
2: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm all right with that. I think I think that's a pretty fair spot. He was a little underwhelming last year, similarly to MT, and I think that's been a little bit of recency bias. He was awesome last year, though, or the year before as well. He was yeah. really, really good. So I think great, and then if he he stays healthy this year, he'll probably be back up in the almost elite tier. So, But I think this is a pretty fair spot.
1: Yeah, I don't have a problem with that either. I think Evans and Guyon are very close, um, which is why, hence, they're right right next to each other again. Yeah. So um, I don't mind it at all.
0: Uh, now we're sticking in Tampa Bay here, Roman, with Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, if this is based off of entire careers, I think you could probably put him in the lead. Although I think he's definitely had some problems the past couple of years. And for the volume he's getting, I think he's actually been good in Tampa Bay. Um, so I'd actually... Well, it, it really depends with him because are we going to base it off of his time in Pittsburgh? Cause I think he could no, go in so almost right, in great. Now
2: tier. This is a right, right now. It's here. Yeah, this
1: isn't right. Right. Yeah. Right now, I put him. I'd put him in good. I think at the very I'd end. I put him
2: in the back end of good, ahead of guys like Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel. I think I'd put him right behind Tyler Boyd is where I would slot him in there. But if if it was Roman's list, he'd have Tyler Boyd in the bad tier. So <laughs> I uh, didn't put him in bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so are you are you comfortable? Oh wait, are you comfortable that spot, Roman?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I, I, uh, are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that too. What were you gonna say, Chris?
2: <laughs> I was just gonna I was I thought we were done, so I was just gonna jump in the next guy, which is oh, yeah, DeAndre sure. Hopkins. Go ahead.
1: Go no ahead. need for that one anymore. No Throw need for Throw him this.
2: right on right in front of Stefan Diggs in the elite tier. I think he is the third best receiver in the league now. Uh he was awesome last year. He's been awesome his whole career. He's a he's a great player, man. And uh it looks like Roman might disagree with me a little bit here, but I I don't really get it.
1: I personally would have put him at the top of the elite tier. I think he's been the best wide receiver for quite a few years now. And I think he has the ability to get up and get it. He has speed too, and he's and he's really hard to take down. So I think, yes, I think Hill, you want to put him first because of the speed, the elusiveness, but I think overall, I think Hopkins has it all.
0: I personally would have put him second, and it kind of worked out because – that's in the middle and now we're all in agreement so i would have put him behind tyreek um, above Devonte, but obviously all these guys are really really good so as long as they're in the elite tier there's no there's no problems Um, uh, now we got larry fitzgerald um larry legend one of the best receivers ever um this is tough because at this time in his career i don't want to disrespect the guy so i'm going to put him at the back end of good just out of respect um, but if we want to move him to average or, or lower than that, we can. Um, but just out of respect, I'm going to put him in the good tier.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, obviously, he's not that anymore. But I think this is a respect thing for him. He's had a, a yeah. Hall of Fame, clearly a Hall of Fame career. Honestly, probably belongs at the highest end of the elite <laughs> tier. But for for this stakes, you know, obviously he's not. Good anymore, but we're not going to put him in the he doesn't belong with Anthony Miller. Come on, man. Honestly, throw him ahead of Corey Davis, too. That guy doesn't belong <laughs> in the good tier either. So, so uh throw him in front no. of Corey Davis. But now yeah, that's uh that's a fine spot for him.
1: Yeah, we can make a special exception for Fitz and put him in the good tier. Uh we can leave him at the back half. That's fine with me. Yeah, okay.
0: We're gonna leave him there just because Corey Davis. Now he's not the now he's not the last guy in the good tier. So now he's really good. Um all right, Roman, go ahead with Cooper Cup. Yeah, I think he's
1: better than anyone in the good tier i'd say i think he has a lot more to prove too in terms of potential him and woods i like to i think they're actually pretty close too so i hope wherever they end up are somewhat close i'd put them top of good but if you want to put them in the back of great i i could understand your point there
2: i think top of good is a good spot for for cooper cup because i have robert woods next and i'm just gonna go and say it i think he belongs in the as as the last guy in the great tier i think robert woods is a very good receiver better than cooper cup clearly better than cooper cup but they're both very comparable i would say and i think there's definitely a tier break between you know you know those guys but i think cup a good spot for him good spot for woods let's hear any disagreements from drew here
0: no, I completely agree. I would even feel comfortable putting Woods ahead of DJ Moore, but I know you guys are a little bit higher than D- on DJ Moore than I am. So,
1: um, but yeah, yeah I love I love Bobby Trees, but I think I put DJ Moore ahead of him too. All
0: right, well, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, I got Tyler Lockett now. Um, I again, I might be overrating him. I don't know. Um, another guy I have in my dynasty team, I, guy I really like, but I I think I'm going to put him right here in the great tier, um, mm. in front of DJ Moore. I thought he had a really nice season last year. Um, I look at those guys in the good tier. I would have one I have Tyler Lockett over all those guys. Um, so yeah, and it sounds like Chris, you disagree. But where do you want it? Where would you prefer to put him?
2: Minor, minorly disagree. I would have him at the end of the great tier, the last spot in the great tier. I think Woods is more. I think Lockett's really inconsistent. I think DJ Moore yeah. has proven a little more consistency, and I think Robert Woods definitely has proven to be a more consistent player. But Lockett still definitely belongs in that great tier, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, I think he there is boomer bust for sure. I put him at the back half of great. If Cooper Cup wasn't also as inconsistent, I'd maybe say put him behind him in the good tier. But I think he's good where he's at for sure.
0: All right, we'll put him put him right there. I'm fine with that too. I feel like more Woods, Lockett—they're all pretty—they're all pretty right there, um, interchangeable. But um, maybe the uh, depending on how you feel about Odell, um, this next guy, DK Metcalf, might be the last really really good receiver we have left on the board. So, Roman, who where do you want to put him?
1: uh almost elite for sure and I think since we have AJ Brown right behind Julio I put him right I put him right behind him actually I think AJ Brown's a lot not a lot better but I think he has more tools in the toolbox than I think Metcalf does but I think they're really close together too
2: uh, we are definitely going to disagree on this one as well because I think DK Metcalf belongs in the great tier. I think he should be mm. at the he should be the first player on the great tier. I would not take him over Justin Jefferson in any universe. I'm not taking him over a scary tier. I'm not taking him over Keenan Allen. I'm definitely not taking him over a guy that's had a 1,000 yards every year he's played in. I would probably have him over Godwin in the great tier, personally. I think DK, I think what he did is a little overrated. He was great in the beginning of the year, but he really struggled down the stretch, and I think that that is why – I mean, maybe, maybe I have a little recency bias from me, but I don't think he's really proven that consistency that some of these other guys have, even with Justin Jefferson as rookie year very consistent. I think he belongs in the great tier. That's just me.
0: Yeah. I was personally going to put him behind Chris Godwin. Um above Chris Godwin in, in the yeah, great tier. So I think, yeah, we'll even now we'll put him right where Chris had him in front of Chris Godwin, the great tier. I think if he is in the almost elite, like if you put a I, I don't like think it's an outrageous take by you, Roman. I think he's he's right there. He could be in the almost elite. Um, but yeah, I, I personally have him in, in the great tier. Um all right, Chris, now we got Debo Samuel. Over to you. Yeah, Debo, I think, belongs
2: in the good tier. I put him right in front of Chase Claypool. I think he's a good receiver. Uh Injuries have been a problem, but I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he's a little bit better than Chase Claypool at this point in his career. But Claypool maybe a little more upside.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, not really much to. We will not have much to go off of yet, considering he had injury concerns, and we haven't seen him replicate his his good season. I mean, he was good in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. That's all um, I can really say. It, but he also has the ability to do a lot much better um, with Ayuk as well. I think they're both very similar, kind of in what they do. And with Trey Lance, I think he could go a lot. He has a lot more potential. But um, I'm excited to see him at full strength this year.
0: For sure. See, I, I would actually put him behind Antonio Brown in the good tier. Um, oh, but no. I'm not,
1: no! No no no! no.
0: I, I'm not like that upset about it just because of the injuries. I mean, it's great he has all his potential, but he never freaking plays. So, um, but yeah, he can stay in the good tier and right there. I don't not gonna flip out too much about it. Um, now I got AJ Green. Um, so I know I put the legend Larry Legend in the good tier out of respect. A.J. Green maybe he just got bitter because I had him in my fantasy team last year and I'm ticked off about it. Um, but I'm going to put him right here because I think he's washed up and I think yeah. he's done. But I so got no issue,
2: him. no issues with that, man. Uh, not really that passionate about A.J. Green. Maybe he can revive his career in Arizona, but it is
0: what it is. He's he's not that good anymore.
1: Yeah, no complaints. Top of the blue average tier for sure. Nothing much to add.
0: Yeah, it's disappointing because he was so good just a couple years ago, but the injuries really derailed him and – I know he's got Kyler Murray there in Arizona now, but like he's going to do it with Joe Burrow, so I, I don't know, whatever. But, uh, Roman, you got Brandon Ayuk.
1: Yeah, I, r- I really compared him a lot to uh, Debo Samuel. I think they're very similar. I think they both kind of do the same thing. Uh, Chase Claypool had the better rookie season, so I'm going to put Ayuk right behind him.
2: Oh, see, I think Ayuk definitely had the better rookie season, in my opinion. I think he's better than Debo as well. I put him right behind C.D. Lamb. I think, I think, see, I think you are falling into the, the Chase Claypool uh, the trap. I think he had an overrated rookie season. And I think it's been proven. Yeah, I mean, by this list, because I think Ayuk was clearly better in his rookie year. I don't know how the stats determine, but I think Ayuk was a lot more consistent. He also dealt with some injuries, so but when he
0: was on the field, he was awesome. And I think he's better than Debo. I would have put him right here. So. We'll just find the even, and we'll put them right there. Chris, I thought you were going to say uh, Chase or Roman fell into the Chase Claypool pool rather than the Chase, <laughs> Chase Claypool trap. <laughs> uh, you got to go out <laughs> there. that. Opportunity. Uh, <laughs> all right, so now we got uh, T. Higgins. Over to you, Chris. Yeah, T. Higgins
2: was great last year. I would put him ahead of Brandon Cooks already at this point in his career. He was awesome in his rookie year. I think he was the second-best receiver in not going in. I was a little bit higher on some of the guys behind him, but I think he was the second-best receiver in the NFL, rookie wide receiver in the NFL last year in his rookie season with Joe Burrow and then with the trash cans after that. I think his, he had a, he, he proved that he could be an alpha dog. We'll have to see with Jamar Chase. He'll probably end up being a little lower next year with Jamar Chase coming in. But I think there's room for both to be really good. With also the trash can of Tyler Boyd being there as well, Uh, you know he 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 won't take very many targets. He's not very good, obviously according to Roman. (laughs) But you know I love to beat a dead horse, but uh, that's all I got for him.
1: Yeah, I like where you put Higgins for sure. Um, He'll be a lot better than that going into the season. Uh, Could be even in the grades here by the time we're doing this again if we decide to do it a year from now. But um, yeah, I definitely take him over anyone behind him. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what he does this year.
0: Yeah. No no complaints here. I think he's in the perfect spot. A um, little concerning there if, if Chase takes too many targets away from him, but I, I still think he had a nice connection with Burrow before Burrow went down that he can, he'll can, he have another good year. Um, now I got Odell Beckham Jr. Um, this is a guy who I think if he was healthy, we would be talking about almost almost elite, elite level in terms of talent, but he's always hurt. Um, I'm going to put him in the back half of the great tier. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to put him right here. If you guys want to move him down, um, if he's too high, or maybe even move him up, I don't know. But I, I think that's where I'm going to put him, in front of D.J. Think, more behind Thielen. I think I would put him ahead of Lockett, and that's it on the great tier, but I'll let Roman
2: decide. I'm all I'm all right with him being there, if Roman agrees with your spot.
1: You see, I, despite me thinking that he was uh, – well, he's injury-prone, obviously. I don't think the Browns were just a good fit for him in general, but – I thought you were going to put him in the behind in uh, the almost-late tier. He's obviously not elite right now, but um, he definitely definitely still has something left in the tank, whether it's with Cleveland or another team. Um, I guess it's kind of surprising. I didn't expect you to put him this low, I think, but I I don't mind it, and I understand the reasoning for it. Um, I don't – yeah, I think that's a good spot for him.
0: All right. I think it kind of evens out, though, because I – you were. Your sounds like you're a little higher on him than I'm a little like, lower. Chris is a little um, bit lower. Yeah, so I'm, that not a, I'm not a
1: diehard hard OBJ fan for sure, but I thought you'd give him at least the benefit of the doubt with the injuries. I just wouldn't.
2: Itself. I just wouldn't take him over guys like Cooper DK for sure, not DK. Yeah, yeah and then like Godwin and at God went up the top. Would, there's an yeah. argument for like Kenny G Thielen, and I think there's an argument for guys like DJ Moore, Robert Woods, but I, so he's not in a
0: bad spot for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um All right, Roman, you got Jarvis Landry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he's good. I don't think he's anything more than that. I'd put him right in front of Cooks.
2: Yeah, of I, I, I'm alright with that because yeah. I think I think him and Cooks are pretty similar players. They've been really consistent, you know, around that a thousand yard mark. I think Landry's a little bit better. I I will agree with. that. I think Cooks has played with some better quarterbacks, so his stats are maybe a little better. But I think Landry's the better player personally. He's a little bit better of a route runner.
0: Yeah, I I have nothing to disagree with there. I think he's in the perfect spot. Um, so now the final receiver, at least that we have on the board, um, Chris. Over to you for Juju Smith-Schuster.
2: Yeah, with Juju, uh, I'm definitely putting him behind Chase Claypool for sure. I'll put him behind. I'll put him behind Robbie Anderson. I think that's a good spot for him right there because I think he's definitely worse than Chase Claypool. Uh, he's really good at making TikTok dances, so I'm <laughs> impressed with his ability to do that. But other than that, I think he's just a good receiver. He's fine. He's kind of boring to watch now because all he runs is like he's basically the running back, or at least he was last year. Maybe this year it'll be a little more exciting with Najee Harris stealing a lot of those underneath targets and stuff, and he'll he'll actually be able to run the ball more than two yards. So, Juju maybe will be a little bit more electric this year, but I'm not expecting anything crazy out of him.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to fight you um, over this one. He was in a contract year after last season, so I'm not surprised Pittsburgh brought him back, although he did say that he was leaving um, uh, the Steelers. But – He's back being number one on the team, although you obviously put Claypool in front of him. So Claypool, Deontay Johnson, could definitely vie for the wide receiver one spot on the team, uh, but he needs to step up big time. I think, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I actually would have put him probably behind C.D. Lamb ahead of Will Fuller, um, but it's in the same general area. So um, I'm not gonna, like Roman said, I'm not gonna fight you too much on. I think it's a fine spot for for Juju. Um, if it was about TikTok dances, like you said though, he'd be in the elite tier. <laughs> um and then in the if we did a tier list of getting clown after you make said biggest football, clowns and, in the elite tier yeah definitely elite him and Claypool would be elite level clowns for yes. clown NFL tier list but um so i know this is obviously all the guys we had on this tier list but i know chris i believe you have a list of a few additional rookie guys we'll go over yeah. them really quick and then we'll get out of here
2: yeah so we got a couple extra guys here we'll go over them pretty quickly uh, i'm just going to i'll, I'll I guess I'll just go through and say where I'd rank him just to make it quick, and then you guys can you know, say if you agree or disagree. First is Darnell Mooney. I'd put him in the average tier probably around that uh, Michael Pittman Jr. range. What do you guys think? I agree. Nothing to add. All right, so nothing to add there. All right, we'll go into Darius Slayton next. I think he belongs pretty similarly. I think i put him, honestly, right behind Michael Pittman. I don't really have anything. I think he's a fine receiver. He's nothing special, but I think Pittman is a little better.
1: I think if Galli wasn't there, I think he'd have, have a better opportunity of being a better wide receiver. And I think he's, I think you could make an argument that he's better than Gallup or around that area. So I'd put him actually uh, end of good top of average for sure.
0: I'm not that high on him. I would probably put him behind Gallup in average, a little bit higher than you are, Chris. But yeah, oh. I would say he's still an average receiver, but he definitely has the potential to be uh, in that good tier uh, by the end of the season. It's fair.
2: All right. So the next name we got on our list and, and this one might be a little bit of a hot take because I love, I actually love both these guys, but we'll start with Deontay Johnson. I think he's a great receiver. I would probably put him, and this is a really hot take. I'm putting him in front of Tyler Lockett. That's my, that's where I'm putting him. I think he's great. And maybe you guys have him in the good tier, but I think he was awesome last year and, and really showed that he can be an elite receiver in this
0: league. Eventually. I personally would put him in the good tier, um, behind Cooper cup. Um, so kind of the same general area, but yeah, um, I put come a little bit lower. All right, that's that's fair. Um, and then the last name
2: we have in the veterans, and we got four r- rookies after this. It's Cortland Sutton, and I also love Cortland Sutton. I'm actually going to put him ahead of OBJ. I think that's where he belongs. I think he's an awesome receiver. I think he's underrated, and he'll be really good this year. So, uh, especially with Judy on the other end, he'll have uh, somebody to take some of the pressure off of him as the number one. But he he's definitely he is their number one as of right now. So I think I would take him right behind Adam Thielen. I think that's a good spot for him.
1: I definitely think great or top of good would be the range for him, like similar to Deontay Johnson. Uh, Maybe I'd underrate him by putting him under a guy like Lockett, but I think it could be pretty interchangeable depending on the game that you're looking at.
0: Yeah, I would put him behind OBJ just because like the sample size, the injuries, everything. I put him behind OBJ, but I think he's right there with guys like Moore, Woods, Lockett, and especially if they, as I said with Judy, if they really kind of nail down that quarterback position, he could be um, Mm -hmm. almost elite to elite um, by the end of the season, for sure. For sure. All right, and then let's go into our receivers.
2: I'll just go in the order they were drafted. I'll start with Jamar Chase. I'm already putting him in the great tier. I'm going to put him ahead of Robert Woods already. That's my – I mean, I don't want all these players to be – I'm not going to put all four rookies into average or good. I don't – because there's – I mean, I think they're all below and above the average tier for sure. And one of them, I don't think all of them should be in the good tier. I'm I'm going to project that Chase is going to be considered better than Robert Woods at the end of the – by at least better than Robert Woods by the end of this season, I think it could be a lot higher than that even potentially. I mean, you see where Justin Jefferson is after one season. I don't see why Chase can't be considered great already because I think he's a generational talent. I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't really have a problem with that personally.
1: This might be hot takey, but if we are going to go off based off projections, at least I wouldn't be surprised if he put better stats than a Kenny Galladay, for example. Yeah, I think- I, he could. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah. I think right now, just mixing in the like the the unknown because he's a rookie. I'd put him behind Tyler Lockett because he I was like Lockett had an awesome season last year. Um, so was I, I really face- that,
2: Was he really that awesome last year? He had a couple really big games, but other than that, I thought he was kind of crappy to be honest. I think Lockett's in – somehow he's both underrated and overrated because I don't think <laughs> anyone talks about him, but I think when people do talk about, him, I don't think I don't know. I mean, he's good, but like, I don't well, I think mean, he's that's what special. I-
0: I, I think I'm not saying he's not in the elite tier or anything like that, but he also, right. he had a good season and I feel like putting a rookie above him already when we chase, I mean, yes, he could go out there and be the next Calvin Johnson. He could also go out there and be the next, I don't know, Roy Williams or Roy some Davis. other trash lions receiver over oh. the years. Like he could be <laughs> awful. So, um, we don't know. So that's why I think out of respect to guys who've already kind of done it, I'd put him behind locket, but I still think, yeah, he's deserving of being the great tier, at least from what we saw at LSU for sure.
2: Right. And then uh, next we'll go with the with the next receiver taken. That was Jalen Waddle. Um, I would rank him behind Ceedee Lamb is where I would put him. I think Ceedee Lamb is better than him personally, and uh, that's where I'd rank him. I think that's a good spot for him.
1: Yeah, I agree. Considering you're putting him yeah. right next to his other teammate and Will Fuller, I think I think I take Waddle over Fuller for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah I think, I think it's he's a just a younger Fuller, spot. pretty much. Honestly, he honestly kind of reminds. Hopefully, him of
1: his him hamstrings are bit. good to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, he had that one injury, but other than that, it has been yeah. pretty pretty healthy throughout his college career. And we'll go into the other Alabama receiver now, and then we got one other guy after that. We'll close it out. Devonte Smith, uh, I believe, is better than Jalen Waddle, but is not better than Ceedee Lamb. So I will throw him right behind Ceedee Lamb, but ahead of Jalen Waddle. So yeah. very close on the Alabama receivers. I think both guys are going to be really good. But I think Smith has a better opportunity than Waddle this year and and may end up finishing a little bit higher than him on the tier list if we were to do this next year. I agree. Yeah, completely agree there. And then lastly, we will definitely disagree with this one because I am very high on this player. Rashad Bateman is my second favorite receiver in this class. I would have him right behind T. Higgins, but I know you guys are going to have him lower, so let's hear where you guys
0: have him. So, I mean – I Originally, I was thinking, oh, well, he's going to be top end of average initially when I heard his name when you just said it a second ago. But now when I'm looking at it. I would personally, I know I'm a little higher on Juju than you guys are. Um, I would put him probably behind. Uh, I'd put him behind Jerry Judy, actually. i put him behind Jerry Judy for right now. Maybe even behind Tyler Boyd. I think he's back end good. And even if you put him in the high average tier, I still wouldn't argue with getting that's a fine spot for Bateman as well.
1: Yeah, well, considering we put uh, Hollywood Brown towards the end of good, I think I'd take Bateman over him. I and definitely I think, would. I, I think, like you said, I'd put him. Uh, uh, I'd put him. Yeah, I put him behind Judy as well.
2: I mean, that's I think that's, that's fair for sure. You know, I'm I'm very high on Bateman yeah. though. Yes, so you are. This we were gonna have a disagreement here. I think Bateman is the second best receiver in this class. I am not <laughs> scared by the Ravens' destination at all. I think they're gonna change the offense a little bit and mold it more around throwing the ball to Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown. I think Bateman is a true number one, a guy that can separate in all three levels, and I think he's a guy that's going to be very good in the NFL. So high-end good. I mean, I think he could have a very good rookie season, so we'll have to see. But I also think Smith and Waddle have the opportunity to do that as well. So who Who really knows with them three, but I'm very excited for this rookie class, and I think these four top guys that were drafted are a nice preview to this being a really good class because there's not a,
0: a lot of other names that could be relevant this year.
2: Yeah, definitely I thought you were going to put
0: Bateman behind Chase, so I was going <laughs> to put him in the in the good tier. I was, okay, that's reasonable. Um,
1: is there anything else we need to change? I think this list is pretty good. I think yeah. we didn't – We Roy I Davis
0: think, down
2: we, in the average tier, but other oh, than that, yeah.
1: yeah. I think not having too many elite receivers is how it should be. I know with the quarterbacks, we might have put maybe one too many, um, but I think we have a good group this year with many wide receivers in a tier below who could definitely make that leap this season.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it was very fun—a very fun tier list. It did take a long time, but it was a lot of fun to debate some of these names, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm glad we did this, guys.
0: Yeah, I feel like all the guys. I think we did a really good job too. I think that all these guys look like they're in the right spot. Maybe aside from Corey Davis, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll, that'll do it for this episode. Um, once again, we're the Zone Defense Podcast. Um, this is as Roman kind of mentioned there. We did an NFL quarterback tier list. Um, This is the second one of the series we're doing. We're going to try and hopefully do a running back and a tight end one, and possibly even like a team one when we get closer to the start of the season. Um, In addition to that, we'll have a bunch of fantasy football rankings, fantasy football mock drafts, and NFL team previews for the 2021 season. Um, And then Chris and I are also going to try and continue our zone defense basketball hour and take you through all the different rounds of the NBA playoffs, gives our predictions, our analysis, everything like that. So. Be sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Pod and search us on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any of that awesome content. Um, smash that like button and drop a comment down below. Um, let us know your thoughts on Corey Davis um, and really the entire um, wide receiver tier list that we did right now. What, what do we get right? What do we get wrong? Uh, we'd love to read all your comments and try to respond to them as quickly as we can. Um, but thank you for listening to this episode once again, and we'll see you next time. Peace.
1: See ya.